come in and earn the respect of the, the guys in the locker room, the coaches, the fans. Uh, I know it's not going to just be handed handed to me. I, I look forward to earning that respect and uh, hopefully, you know, being part of something special. The Las Vegas Journal Review. This is a young man that we really uh, believe in. It's a young man we believe is going to give us an opportunity to, to ascend to become the team I believe we can. A young man I believe that uh, really has got a lot going for him. The Las Vegas Review Journal. You know, I talked to Matt over the years. Anytime there were ever rumblings about, you know, someone else coming in and the, and the fan base getting down on him, Matt is a tough guy mentally and physically. He is wound tight, but he is the most competitive guy, one of the most, along with Tom Brady, of course, that I've been around. I mean, Matt's going to compete to the very end, and he's not a guy that's going to be sulking at all. He may be pissed off, quite honestly, throw a few F-bombs around. Not that I'll start talking about, you know, sharing with what he would say, but that is him. I think he'll take it head on. Yeah, um, you know, starts in this league are, are hard to come by. So, um, like I said before, I, I wasn't happy with, you know, my play um, as of late. So, like I said, I just wanted to give the guys a chance to win. And the guys put in five, and, you know, I was able to uh, keep some pucks out of that tonight. I just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. I need your instant reactions to these. Josh Dubot tweeted out Devontae Adams over-unders for his uh, stat line this season. 109.5 catches. Under. 1,275.5 yards. Under. Under. 10 touchdowns. Under. Under. You guys think he's going to suck? I didn't say suck. I if, just he said... go, if he has 110 catches, 1,275 1, yards, and 10 mm-hmm. touchdowns, that's the worst season of the last five years for Devontae he's Adams. Old. Yeah, he's and old. he's been thrown to like, – what are you talking about? He's going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. There should be some level of like, all right, let's 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 go ahead and factor this down a little bit. Derek Carr with that offensive line. If the Raiders just traded two first round pick or a first round and a second round pick and made him the highest paid non quarterback in the history of the league, and he has his worst season in five years, doesn't look good for them. That's a terrible trade. Yeah, they, sh- they should them. send him back right now for a one and a two. Well, yes, hold on. They should send him back right now. If that's the season they get out of him, they should send him back right now. Worst season he will have had, and not, and not even, well, okay, he played 12 games in 2019, but his 16-game uh, pace that year would have still shattered those over-unders. If that's what they yeah. get out of him, that's not a good season. That is that is bad Devontae Adams. That is back to when Devontae Adams, his first, what, three years in the league, when he was, you know, an okay receiver before he became awesome. If that's what they get, it's not good enough. It's a terrible year. Well, you you went yeah. under on all of them immediately. Yes, yes, I did. I did go under thoughts. on all of them. So did Jared. Yeah, so did I don't Jared. think you want to be in the same company as Jared. Whoa, hey. Hold on oh, a well, second. that's a little like if there's something I know, it's football. And first of all, and second of all, hey, too mean. Devontae Adams better have like 1,400 yards. Why do you got to put he these expectations score, on him? He better him. score more than 10 touchdowns. That's the big one. All right. They touchdowns. suck in the red zone. He's, He's not scoring to any touchdowns. He's here to fix it. Devontae Adams is here to well, fix it. They better get a right tackle problems. to fix the red zone. Bra- Brandon Bolden will score more touchdowns than. Get a right tackle to fix a lot of things. If Devontae Adams scores 10 touchdowns next year, this team's going to suck in the red zone again. We're going to be talking you're, about you're this again. Overlooking, you're overlooking our guy Hunter with his the way he's route running in the red Foster. zone. Foster. If Hunter Renfro's that good, why'd you trade? Devontae Adams. Well, I mean, you needed someone on the outside. If Hunter Renfro's that good, it can be Zay Jones again. 
Well, well he got signed. Yeah, he just did. draft someone. <laughs> he chose to go. He chose to go somewhere else. Just draft all right. So someone. go ahead. Go ahead. Give us your numbers then. Oh, good lord. Under on all three. Oh, okay. oh, oh unbelievable. Oh, bleep unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Bleep you. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. He's going under on all three. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I just think it's going to be a bad trade if we're looking oh, back he, at this. Yeah, if he has I think he's good. A year and however many seasons. Yeah. yeah. Am I dealing? 1,200 yards, 1200 yards on 100 catches and nine touchdowns. Nine touchdowns. That's horrible. Who was the last, wi- who was the last Raiders wide receiver to have 1,000 yards? Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Exactly. They if he has a thou- two the last two years. <laughs> but I'm saying if he shows up and he gets 1,100 yards, that makes it worth it to me. Yeah, he's not being thrown to by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and Hunter Renfro is going to go from 1,000 yards to like 750. Like there's going to be an opportunity cost for Hunter Renfro here too. Hunter Renfro last year had 103 receptions. 1,038 yards, nine touchdowns. That is exactly That's what we're exactly saying numbers for that Adams Darren, is going to have. For Devontae Adams. If he yeah. has that season, what the hell did the Raiders just do? They just traded a first and a second and gave him the most money for another Hunter Renfro season? We spent this entire time talking about how they got to get better than Hunter Renfro, and we're saying they're going to get another Hunter Renfro? Well, we all went under, so that's what we're saying. Right. Yeah. So this is a horrible <laughs> trade. <laughs> These are it's, hot takes. We're so far out in front. Oh, We've got yeah. this guy having his worst year ever. We're having Hunter Renfro under achieve. We haven't even talked have... about what Waller's <laughs> going to do. He's not catching anything. <laughs> it's Derek Carr with no offensive line. I Boy, have Matt Corral to... taking over after the first six games. That's how far out in front I am. Here's, here's Darren Waller two years ago. 107 catches, 1,196 yards, nine touchdowns. That's ex- so. If you're a great receiver for the Raiders, that's what you're going to post. You're going to do. You're going to get about 105 receptions and over 1,009 touchdowns. This is a terrible trade. Unbelievably terrible trade. <laughs> I cannot take, believe this happened. I'll take Friday. This this is a terrible trade. They're going to get that. Th- those are the exact numbers they're about to get out of this. Because here's the here's the thing. Hunter Renfro. The reason he had 1,000 yards last year. Again, it's because. He was the only competent target for Derek Carr right. to throw out. Darren Waller was hurt, and uh, Henry Ruggs and was gone. Zay Jones was Zay Jones. If you go back to the second season of Hunter Renfro in the NFL, when Darren Waller had an awesome year, and the year before that, Hunter Renfro's first two years in the league, Darren Waller had over 1,000 yards both times. Hunter Renfro had 605 yards, four touchdowns. 656 yards, two touchdowns. That's what Hunter Renfro's about to post. Devontae Adams is going to have like 1,100, 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns, 107 catches. Hunter Renfro 600 receiving yards this year. And then we'll see if they can supply Darren Waller with enough targets to get close to 1,000 yards. They they added Devontae Adams. I don't know that their passing game actually got better today. We went from the 7 o'clock hour to like, man, they're all in. They just got Devontae Adams to the 9 o'clock hour. What a horrible trade. There's so many, so many passes stinks. to go around. This stinks. There's not, there's not enough passes. They're not going to throw it 55 times a game. <laughs> I mean, if they do that, if they throw it 55 times a game, then maybe. God, how far are they down? If they're throwing it. Renfro fit- fantasy value completely tanked yesterday. Complete disaster. Yeah, fantasy draft, be wary there. Complete disaster. I think people will pick up on that, though, with Devontae Adams on the team. Yeah, they they better. Is it a disaster for Darren Waller? It's always been. He's no longer, if he's healthy, he's no longer the number one target for this guy. Yeah. I should trade him. I have him in a keeper league. Oh, you have a keeper league? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if I'd keep him. Well, but he's still, I mean, who are you going to get? Do you have to play a tight end? 
Yeah, I'll just draft huh. some bum that gets me three points a game instead. It'll be better. Uh, That'll be fine. I mean, Darren Waller might only give me three points a game. He might have 500 receiving yards next year. Has he recovered from that IT band strain or whatever the hell <laughs> that was? That that one muscle we, we know, none of us Did we Google we what that was? That we didn't know we had yeah, in our body? Yeah, uh, it connects your hip to your knee, yeah. if I remember correctly. And We I, don't need those. He I, needs those. <laughs> none of us need an IT band. He actually needs one. Okay, non-Raiders related for a quick second here. Um, what the hell is happening with Baker Mayfield and the Browns? Know. So... The Browns tried to trade for Deshaun Watson. They met with Deshaun Watson. We're interested in trading for him. Baker Mayfield put out his little goodbye letter on Instagram after that news came out. And then yesterday, Baker Mayfield asked for a trade out of Cleveland, or at least it got reported yesterday that Baker Mayfield requested a trade. Jake Trotter then reported that the Browns were not going to accommodate Baker Mayfield's request. Why do we have a bad organization and a bad quarterback arguing over who gets to break up with who? I mean, Baker Mayfield got, you know what, hurt when the Deshaun Watson, you know, interest came. And I'm sorry, too bad. I mean, you haven't, it's not like you've gone, you know, deep into the playoffs and won a Super Bowl yet. If Deshaun Watson, who's a top five quarterback, if they show interest, then you just have to deal with it. That's the business. So, and, and on the flip side, if I'm the Browns, I'm telling them exactly what I'm telling them. You know, you need a quarterback. I'm not, yeah. I, I don't say post anything you want on Instagram. We're not moving you. If you're the Browns, though, shouldn't you move him? Who are you going to move him for? Jimmy Garoppolo? Anybody? I, feel, I mean, anybody. He's not an anybody. I He's feel better than that. pretty confident that the Browns will win the same amount of games with Baker with Mayfield at quarterback as they will with a first-round quarterback in this year's draft. In this year's draft? I feel pretty confident because wow. here's the thing. Are they going to make the playoffs? Probably not. Are they going to be a seven-win team? Something like that? Probably. You put uh, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral in there, I don't think much changes. Get seven? Maybe is, he, is, is Baker Mayfield worth one more win than Matt Corral? Oh, I think he might be worth more than that. You think that. so? Yeah, I do. I think he's I, – maybe I'm higher on him than, you know, than you other are. people. I'm higher on him than more people. But – then again, if he's bitter and he wants to be moved, who knows how he's going to play also. If he comes into camp <laughs> and he's this bitter dude who doesn't want to be there, even if he comes to camp, yeah. you know, I mean, who knows what he's going to, how he's going to respond to this. I wouldn't – I just wouldn't trade him at this point. I wouldn't like it here because he went on Instagram and had a goodbye. I mean, good for you. You had a goodbye. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to put up with that. And yeah. I mean, there's no need to trade him just because he said goodbye and then asked for a trade. You just say, I don't know. We don't know what you're doing, Baker. He said goodbye for him and – is it Melanie? Ellie? I can't Something. remember. She's in a commercial. But she's in all those commercials. But, like, yeah, you don't trade him because of that. You trade him because he's not any good. Like, that's I one have, reason to trade him. a higher ceiling for him. Apparently you do. You're all yeah. in on him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, said I mean, earlier not, that, you said earlier this week you'd rather have him than Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Yes, okay. yes. I, I mean, I'm not Dave Ziegler all in. <laughs> I'm not Josh McDaniels all in. But I'm more in than you. The Browns are in such a bad spot. I'm because there's two good teams in their division, so it's going to be very hard for them to actually win anything. And then they have a quarterback, and he's worse than Derek Carr. Like, we talk about the Raiders being okay, in a bad spot. Okay, I'll give you that. He's worse than Derek right, Carr. Right, we oh, talk about the Raiders being in a bad spot because he's young. Derek Carr is, you know, not as good as Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert, but he's still better than Baker Mayfield. I think it's more likely mm. you win something with Carr than it is with Mayfield. Oh, I agree with Mayfield. that. So the Browns are in a not terrible spot, all. and now they're kind of over here saying, we're not going to trade him. Yeah, we got we got to hold on to this guy. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Trade the guy and rebuild. Yeah. 
like give, give up for a couple. I do of not years. agree. I, I I like him more than you do. I do. Can I like they win more. that division with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback? Yeah, I think they have a better chance of winning the division than with Matt Corral. I I think they have a better chance of winning with Baker Mayfield than they do with Derek Carr. Can we turn his mic off from here, Danny? <laughs> I don't think Baker's any good. I don't think they're winning the division. I think things are going to. You've been go hanging out with Gooch too much, and things are going to have to go very wrong. Now, you didn't say will they win the division. You said could yeah, they can with they? I don't can, think they they can they with him more than like a rookie? I don't think they can. <sighs> they didn't make the playoffs last year when the Ravens and everyone on that roster tore their ACLs at the same time. They did have a lot of knee injuries. The, the Ravens had the most <laughs> yeah. injuries. The Ravens were the Golden They Knights. were almost like the Washington football team of uh, of knee injuries. And the Browns could not you love saying that nickname. make the playoffs. They couldn't do it. They couldn't. The Bengals took that opportunity and ran with it. The Browns could have done so, and they didn't. And I don't think it's. I don't think anything changes. The I'm Ravens not are saying gonna be better. I think they'll I know, win. It. I know you're not. I'm saying you said. Do you think you can with right. him more than? And and I'm saying like a rookie. La- if they were going to do it, last year was the year. The Ravens all got hurt, and they had the opportunity, and they didn't. Well, the Bengals true. took it instead. So I like that Steelers. again. The Ravens and Bengals. That's got to happen again for them to have a chance. And I don't think that's possible. And so bring in Desmond Ritter and Jimmy I G. I think you're in the same spot. Yeah, whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo. You're in the Jay same spot, but he gets paid Cutler. a little bit too much. So all right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's briefs. Bischoff's briefs. So I, uh, I figured it out. My hot dogs come in packages of ten, and hot dog buns come in packages of eight. Bischoff's briefs. See, the thing is that life doesn't always work out according to plan. Bischoff's briefs. So be happy with what you got, so you can always get a hot dog. Bischoff's briefs. Loyola, Chicago, and Ohio State getting things started. Um, is Loyola, Chicago going to stay good? Once Porter left, I didn't know if they would, but I guess uh, they have the youngest coach in college basketball right now. He's 30 years old, and they're good this year. Where's the, where's uh, where's Sister? Sister there? I don't know. I haven't seen Sister Jean. I yet. saw her the other day. Did you? Okay. She was on some kind of picture I saw. Like, I don't know if she was at the at the uh, gym, but... Uh, she was at some arena. I don't know if she was at this one, but, yeah. Like, they had the run to the Final Four, like, five or six years ago. Yep. And then last year, they were a really good team. They got an eight seed, but they were, like, top ten in Ken Palm last year. Lost some players, but they're back in the NCAA tournament yeah. this year. Granted, they're a ten seed. It's not like they had a, a great season, but they're still 23rd in Ken Palm. Going, How the hell is Loyola Chicago this good again? Led Missouri Valley in shooting and three-point shooting. You, you, you must love that. First Missouri Valley team to lead both since 2012-13. Well, they shoot the ball. They shoot the ball. They well. shoot the ball and like, they shoot it well. Why? Why can't UNLV do that? Yeah, and here's the thing. They're. I mean, I would assume these are kids like at Wichita and places like that who probably didn't get recruited by Illinois and have something to prove, like the Wichita kids. That's why for years Bill Self wouldn't play Wichita because if he lost it, he got <laughs> killed for it. And if he won, they said you're supposed to. So my guess, a lot of these kids are kind of undersized kids who didn't get recruited in Illinois, just good basketball players and good coaching. And, uh, yeah, I mean, good for them. They're, and why? And it's a good point. You know, they're going against Illinois and others to recruit kids out of that state. And granted, there's a lot of players in that state, a lot of good players. 
but UNLV can't be like a 10? Right. Like or it play in 11? Right. Like once. Like like yeah. one time. Like Loyola Chicago's now back-to-back years in the yeah. top 25 in Ken Palm. UNLV hasn't sniffed the top 25 in Ken Palm in a, a decade. I mean, they, they have not been that good. So it's just, I don't know, it's fascinating to see programs like this that you look at and you say, like, UNLV should be able to be as good as Loyola Chicago. Right. And, oh, yeah. like, teams, you know, teams will come out of nowhere for a couple of years and then disappear again. That might happen to Loyola Chicago, right? It happened with Nevada, with Eric Musselman there, right? They were really good for, like, three years. That had a lot to do with him. And then, yeah, disappeared because Eric Musselman left. So, like, teams go through these peaks and valleys, but it's like, when is UNLV going to go through another peak? And it feels like UNLV should be better than a lot of these teams yeah. to actually sustain it for a little while. But... Anyway, Loyola Chicago, Ohio State, first game tipping off today. We got There's Auburn another three. and Jacksonville State coming up next. All right, Bischoff's briefs today. You want to get excited about some baseball really quick? No. Well, I mean, I saw on the uh, rundown, so I'm excited. All right, so Fangraphs has their playoff odds, their World Series odds app. The number one team, the team with the best odds to win the World Series, the Dodgers at 14.9%. They'll blow it. You excited about that? Yeah, why wouldn't I be? Dave Roberts this morning in spring training said it's the best lineup he's ever seen. Wow. How about that? And he's a a, you love him, there, Ed. Davey, and I love Davey, really. Is he going to blow it? Well, if he doesn't win the World Series with the best lineup he's ever seen, my guess is he blew it. But, I mean, there's an 85% chance they don't win the World Series, according to fan graphs. Okay. So is that still blowing it? I'll say yes. It's I'll still say blowing yes. it. Yeah. It's still blowing it there. You can't come out and say it's the best lineup you've ever had and then not win the World Series. Here's the interesting number, though. The team with the second best odds. Oh, wait. I didn't update this, by the way. This was before signing Freddie Freeman, 14.9%. Now it's up to 18.7%. Ah. Let me guess in the second best team. Braves. It is not the Braves. Oh. The, Bra- the Braves are the second best in the National League to okay. win the World Series. This but, is everybody. But this is everybody, not the second best. Your team? It is not. The Astros Yankees. are only fourth. Oh, Yankees are third. Wow. The Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, come on. To win the World Series at 12.1%. Is it because no one can go play them because no one's allowed in Canada? Yeah, Aaron Judge isn't allowed to play the Blue Jays this entire season. So the AL East this year has four teams that could legitimately make the playoffs. The Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Rays, and the Red Sox. Fangrass has the Red Sox as the worst team in the AL East. They went to the ALCS last right, year, exactly. and they haven't, like, gotten war. They didn't pull an Oakland A's and tear down right. their franchise. Like, they went to the ALCS last year, and they're projected to be the fourth best team in the AL East. It's a, it's a brutal division this year. And somehow, it's the AFC West of football. Right, and somehow we all know the Tampa Bay Rays are going to win 90 yes, games. Like, exactly. it's, it's going to happen. Like, who cares? But they're going to win 90 games. So, like, the Blue Jays have the second best chance to win the World Series but there's also a really good chance they just they don't miss, win their they, division. They miss the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's there's more playoff teams this year, but it's going to be three wildcard teams. And if I would – so here's – the way the American League looks right now, you have the White Sox are much better than everybody else in the AL Central. The Astros are much better than everybody else in the AL West. And then the other four good teams are all in the AL East. So I'd imagine Astros, White Sox win their divisions. Somebody wins the AL East, and then I would guess – two teams get in as wild cards and then i guess the third wild card team is from a different division because there's going to be too many right. losses. you're going to beat up each other right. and there's going to be too many losses and so somebody weird like the angels like the red sox are going to be better than the angels this year 
but the Angels and not make, make the it because the Angels are going to have more wins because they get to play the Athletics and right. the Rangers and the Mariners instead of the Yankees, the Rays, and the Blue Jays for the entirety of the season. So the AL East is a lot of fun and probably too good for its own good. Um, who do, is anybody else good in the National League? Well, I think the Braves are good. You think the Braves, I think the Braves are good? I think, the Braves I think they're terrible. Good. I think they're, they're a terrible. Hot take. I think they're Jeez. a nightmare. I can't believe the Astros lost that. I mean, I would the say the Series. Padres, but he's out for three months. Is he out for three? There's Sister Jean, by the way. There she is. Yeah. You are not Sister a, Jean you are Dolores clapping. Schmidt. And you are not alone. Multiple people no, are pe- clapping. No, multiple people are clapping for Sister Jean. Just to see Sister Jean uh, on Boy, you got to give her credit. No glasses at that age. Come on. I can't see, and I'm. I, I can barely see the screen. Four and the times my 46 age. by 58. <laughs> okay. I can barely see who just scored. <laughs> so Sister Jean in the front row with no spectacles on. Well, maybe because huh? she knows she's in the front row. That's true. Maybe that's. Yeah, that's that's it. She knows what's up. There, she just so. sees. She just sees like some people running around, and she's like, Ah, yay, we're we're playing. As long as she's not uh, colorblind on the jersey, she knows which one's her team. Oh, the, the blue. The this, visitors with the, the lower seed with the red jerseys on today. We need to get Adam Hill. If they advance, we need to get Adam Hill on so that he can, you know. Oh, rip Sister Jean. I can't believe he does that. Why well, not? I the think he woman. heavily implied that she needed to, like, pass away. What <laughs> happens when she dies? They can't shoot anymore? Probably. I don't know. They don't shoot three. They don't shoot three-pointers anymore? Is that how God in sports works? That literally he's like, I like that lady, so her whatever team she's rooting for, well, they're going to shoot the better. They haven't won the title, so no, that is not how that works. Is that oh she's gonna she's just gonna ascend when they win the title? They cut down the nets and she ascends yes. into the clouds. Yes, that is that is what happens <laughs> what here. <laughs> oh, we're just off the rails here. By we're the talking way. to her about ascending to heaven after they cut down the nets. By the way, speaking of odds here, five thirty-eight has Gonzaga with a 29% chance to win the championship, Ooh. which is the highest. That's a very very high number. That's a huge number. Um, and especially after they didn't play exactly well. Kansas has an 11% chance to win it. Um, Baylor, ooh, only a 3% yeah. chance for Baylor to win it. That's yeah, they played fair. well yesterday, but they're, they're not, they just don't have the people they had last year. They're not the same team. I think Kansas Especially is, without Chamachacha. I think Kansas is so high close. because there's not another legit contender in their region. Like, they're a heavy favorite. To well, get they're going to blow region. out Creighton. Yeah. <laughs> why would you why would you lose to Creighton? But like for example, Arizona has a seven percent chance of winning, but five thirty eight also likes Houston, which would be their sweet right. sixteen matchup. And Villanova's better than anybody that's in the region with uh Kansas as well. So Can I give a new hot take? Yes. My upset today I'll take UAB over Houston. Okay. That would be I mean be a pretty Which, big upset. It's a 5-12, it's but like, but Houston's a top five team by Ken Palm, by Net, and by Bart Torvik. All I don't care the, about Bart. All of the analytics I don't care love about Houston. Love that team. Jared likes Bart. I don't like Bart. Bart Torvik really likes Houston. Did Bart Torvik become like the, like when Lenardi started bracketology and Jerry Palm and everyone, that Mike DeCorsi and Andy Cassell have their own bracketologies now? Did Bart Torvik say, you know what, this Ken Palm shouldn't be given all the credit? <laughs> I mean, is he is he like did he how how late did he come in after Ken Palm? I don't know, but he actually really likes Ken Palm. Like oh, he does. Yeah, he's got no problem. They're friends. Right? Oh, I, well, I don't know if they're personally. I mean, I'm sure they know each other, but like he tweets about Ken Palm all the time. Like he'll tweet out Ken Palm projections. How close are they like in that. their rankings? They're pretty close. There's some differences. I want to say that. If I remember correctly, Bart Torvik has a has a more of a like recency bias built into his. 
whereas Ken Palms is just the entire season all counts. Right. Whereas Bart Torvik is like if you're so playing, if you're playing ten, if you've won ten in a row, right? It's he's going to help you're you. You're going to be a little right. bit higher than you would be in Ken Palm. I think I might be misremembering that. The thing also, I'll say this from somebody who likes college basketball. The thing I like about Bart, Bart Torvik more than Ken Palm, there's a lot more on the player side. Like Ken Palm is great for the team Teams. side. You quickly get in, and Bart Torvik has a lot of the same stuff. But I like Bart Torvik better for the player side. There's a lot more. That he you does can jump players into. individually. Yeah, I mean Ken Palm does too. But Bart, like Bart Torvik's the one. Remember that points above average stat yeah. that I gave you? That was from Bart Torvik, right? He does that. Ken Palm doesn't have a points above average type stat, so that's why I like Bart Torvik. That's why you're getting more Bart Torvik on the show. Getting, it's not we're getting a lot Ken of that Palm. guy. We're not just a lot Ken of Bart Palm. Torvik. Bart Torvik, although Bart Torvik uh, was really high on Iowa. That's kind of the reason why they were in my final <laughs> four. They're not in the. They're not going to make the final. They're four They're not going to make year. the final four. All right, coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. Hello. You're in the press box with Tyler Bischoff and NSMA Nevada Sports Writer of the Year, Ed Graney. Joining us now is Cassie Soto. Good morning, Cassie. How are you today? Hello. I'm oh, good. Boy. That was a little scary. A little scary oh, what there. What was that? We're yeah. awake this morning. Yeah, you know what she told me last week? That... Friday's normally her day off, so she sets an alarm just to wake up and talk to us. You're sleeping in till 9.30, That's what I even on your her. day off? Yes. Ooh, my kid? Yeah. My goodness. You, I'll be home at 10.30. I, I don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. What was that? But I don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Yeah, but, you know, 9.30 is a little late, Cassie. You're, aren't you supposed to be an adult? It's like 9.25. Yeah, but you have to set an alarm to wake up at 9.25. So if you didn't talk to us, how late would you sleep till? Probably till the dogs wake me up, which is about 10, 10.30. You wait that long to feed those poor dogs? <laughs> oh, my God. They We're are sleeping in, too. They like sleeping in. I don't believe it. They like yeah. food. There's one thing I know. Dogs like food more than anything else. We got the birds up at 630. <laughs> I, oh, uncover no. those bir- I, got, I uncover those birds. I uncover those birds. Milo and Maisie, we think it's Maisie. Uh, still not sure if she's a girl or a boy. Uh, <laughs> we got, we take the cover off them at 630. They start chirping away. Wait, you got birds? Yeah, uh, update. Um, we are in search for a dog, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to wait a little while. Um after Ellie May, so but we are in search for a, for a rescue dog at this point. But we had to have something in the house, or Bonnie had to have something, so she went out and got a couple birds. Uh, oh. We first named them River and which one? Sky. What? Sky. Yeah. And then I came home one day. I said, "Hey, River. Hey, Sky." She goes, "No, I changed the names <laughs> to Milo because she likes Milo's in Boulder City. She likes their wine. What a shock!" And Maisie. And then the other day I updated Tyler because I come home. I said, "Hey, Milo. Hey, Maisie." She's like, "Well." I'm not sure about Maisie. I'm like, why? She goes, I'm not sure she's a girl. So there's all kinds of stuff going on at the house with these birds. What kind of birds are they? Parakeets. Oh, cute. Yeah, really cute. So identity crisis for Ed's birds. Yes. Um, (laughs) yes. Don't come over until they get that figured out. (laughs) No, exactly. Okay, Okay, got it. Uh, How late were you at the Raiders practice facility yesterday? I think I left at like 8 p.m. Wow. Everyone else yeah. left at two. <laughs> Everyone else left right after, yeah, Chandler Jones. And then there was myself, Heidi, Paul Gutierrez, and I think Vince Sapienza from Fox 5. And they're like, uh, where'd everyone go? And they're like, what, was there more? 
and yeah, so Heidi and I stuck it out. I think she had to take off around five miles. It was probably about six thirty, and uh, yeah, I left. I left about an hour, hour and a half after that. Good for you. Yeah, last one. So I was I was waiting out to see if anybody would maybe pop through the doors. Did, did some of those but, uh, players come through and look and say, "Man, this is going to be easy in Vegas. I got to deal with four people." <laughs> <laughs> I have felt bad and like, you know, like it is what it is. But yeah, they were it, probably the fastest introductory interviews they'll ever have to do. And then you were there for Devonte Adams getting traded. You should have just stayed the night in case Devonte Adams showed up. You know what? I thought about it, and it's so funny. This one of the security guards like walks through the media room, and we thought he was going to come tell us to kick us out, but he was just, you know, checking things out. And we're like, "Oh, we're just going to stay here if that's okay." And he's like, "Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter to me." So we we absolutely could have. Wow! Just stay. You could just stay there forever, right? You don't need to start. You can stop paying rent. Just stay there. Yeah, just make make a little a little uh, pillow fort in the back corner or something like that. Yeah, there's I could. Um, have you snuck your sister into anything else? You're gonna have her sleep with you at uh, at Raiders practice facility. I, maybe I could sneak her in through the trunk or something because you have to. This one's a little bit more um, official, more high tech. Yeah, more official. You, they have to let you in through a big gate. You got to be on the list. So, yeah, I don't know about this one, but I could probably sneak her in in a camera bag or something. And I have a question for you. Um, what food was served at the reception of your wedding? Oh, this is a nightmare we ran out. <laughs> was not you good. ran out of food? Yeah, it was not good. It was not good. It was a buffet, and just let me put it this way. Near the end of the line, I'm like, I hope you really like cake. <laughs> we had it at a winery. The good part is we didn't run out of wine, so people were pretty much hammered. So they didn't realize there were no sandwiches left because uh, we had kind of a buffet style on a beautiful winery in, in San Diego. Well, really, Temecula, the wine country. And, you know, we, we under-ordered, and there were about, I mean, not a lot of people. Let's say, like, 15, 20 people left. Oh, and I'm like, man. There, there were still carrots and celery with the dip. But uh, the main stuff that was up there was not good. So, uh, yeah, they, we, we allowed them to be first. They might have had the first bite of cake. I might not have had the first bite. I might have said, oh. I felt so bad. I said, you guys take the first bite of that cake. Did you, oh, no. Did you get to eat dinner? Oh, yeah, first okay. in line. Okay. Just, <laughs> oh, no, right. first ah, in line. Just checking. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So, all right, Cassie, what is your plan to have your wedding catered? Um, I think we're doing buffet style, too, oh. but now I'm a little scared. <laughs> do Order that. over what you need. You can always put also, it in the refrigerator. Don't do buffet style. It sucks. I... No, I like buffet style because w- nobody sits down to eat at the same time. So by the time you, like, bring out plates to serve, like, some people are already done eating. It's just a mess. No, I don't like that. I told Cassie the real plan, and what I'm going to do is have In-N-Out cater my wedding. They do that. You can, you can. Oh, rent, they do. Yeah. Only in California, but you can rent an In-N-Out catering truck, and they'll show up and they'll make Here. everybody. No, only in California. You got to be in California. You're gonna to move to. No, you're gonna go to California and get married. He's literally gonna drive across yeah, why not? the state Sounds line. Sounds like a great plan. Do you know anyone in California? Uh, no, I don't think so. So it's gonna be a big party, a big wedding party. What? Sure, let's do it. We all go to we all go to California. The whole wedding can be there. What do you mean? You let's get married somewhere you don't live. What's the name of the that's casino? True. My that's friend's uh... getting married in in Me- my cousin's getting married in Mexico, and I'm going to that. No, I got married in a treehouse. What? what? Yes. In a treehouse. Yes. In in Calistoga, the wine country. There's a certain theme here. If you didn't realize it, Milo. <laughs> Uh, wineries for the reception. Because where we ran out of food was the reception. We came back and had the huge reception. 
We were married, though, in a treehouse in Calistoga overlooking a winery. All right, explain the treehouse. You climbed upstairs, and there was a huge platform, and it it was huh? huge. Now, it wasn't like this little house in a tree that they built, but you were in, you know, there are trees right around you. They have, What's they this have, called? I need to look up a picture of it. Um, it was a French name, and, you know, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> how would I remember that? I remember yesterday. Um no, so anyway, it was overlooking a winery in Calistoga. It was just me, Bonnie, Matron of Honor, um, uh, my best man. And by the way, so it was Mark Ziegler, Matron of Honor, me, Bonnie, a photographer. And then we had this weird preacher that they found for us there who didn't really want to marry us because all he wanted to do was say that he was a writer on Three's Company with John Ritter. <laughs> that was his entire life. Yeah, that was his entire bit. And it's like... Can you have any vows here? I mean, he, he he took our wedding and made it like a Hollywood script, and I think he talked like 99% of the time. I think I said I do, and that was it. Oh, no. So, so there you go for the uh, wedding story. Wait, Cassie, who is officiating your wedding? Do you know that yet? No idea. Are you going to – do you want to get somebody that you know, or are you just going to find the random guy that was a writer on Three's Company and takes <laughs> over the wedding? Uh, I'm maybe after hearing that lean in towards somebody I know. Right? I scared you out of not getting married with the no food and the John Ritter. I don't even know if you're going to get married. No food and a weird officiant. But I did just Google California Treehouse Weddings, (laughs) and these are beautiful. Oh, boy. Cassie's going to have to rethink. Wait, wait. Where is your location at? Have you picked that yet? Uh, No, not really. What? You have a date but not a venue? Yeah. I don't think that's how that works. No. I haven't planned a wedding, but that no. sounds like the wrong way to do things. <laughs> don't fall fine. in love with a venue and then go and say, we need it on this date. And they're like, you know what? That's been booked for like two and a half years, so that's not happening. <laughs> it's, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Uh, I don't know if you will. You're going to get married in your mom's backyard with the chickens pretty soon. <laughs> if anything, if anything, most of my family still lives in California, so I'll steal your wedding idea. There you go. Go to Cali. truck is all you need. That sounds like a better idea than than whatever happened at your wedding had significantly oh, better. It's a disaster. Well, I shouldn't say that. She might be listening for the first time. <laughs> I mean, you can say the food was a disaster. The running out of the food was bad. Yeah. You doesn't, know, the, the it doesn't make wedding, the entire wedding a disaster. No, the actual wedding was was nice. Uh, you know, I mean, put it this way, we'll never forget it. Right? <laughs> I mean, we're never going to forget it. Do you remember the 10 to 15 people that did not get sandwiches? No. No. No, okay. no idea. Okay. No chance. Were they so, mad? Were they asking you where the food well, was? Well, they weren't happy because it was, pre- they were, it was pretty they good were buffet. starving. I mean, it was pretty good buffet. Um, we had some appetizers, so as they walked towards it, they're probably looking at, like, plates and stuff saying, boy, that looks good. <laughs> Can't wait to get some of that. You can have that one. So, you can have that sandwich. You can have that one. Did you n- did you not order enough, or did somebody take seconds before no, everybody I, else? No, my got belief some? is we did not order enough. We did not order. Oh, enough. okay. Yeah. There was an option yeah. to order like 30 more sandwiches, and you guys said we're not paying for that. And I think at the moment we went down to the winery, sent someone down, and said they need more booze, so they brought up more <laughs> bottles of wine, so these people could at least drink their way into a, into a sandwich. Oh no. It was bad. It was bad. We. I don't know. I mean, we took the first bite to the cake, but I'm pretty sure we gave those people cake first. I hope so. I mean, that was their dinner. I know. <laughs> I mean, like every cake wedding I've dinner. been to, it's like I'm starving. I know. Things take forever, and I'm expecting to be fed. You got more speeches? Yeah, unbelievable. Shut up and give me some food, or at least make I think the Ziegler speech. Ziggler talked for five minutes, me. like, hey, Z, they're running out of food in the back. <laughs> 
sit down, please. Shut up. They're not. Shut they're, up. They're hungry. They're hungry. They don't care what you have to say. <laughs> they just want one of these damn damn sandwiches. <laughs> exactly. Before they run out and they don't have anything oh. to eat but cake. All right, Cassie. Um, enjoy planning your wedding that you picked a date for and not a venue. Thank you. I will. Yeah. All right. Go back to sleep. There's Cassie okay. Soto. Raiders.com. Right. See you, Raiders. Um, we might just have you give Cassie wedding stories. For the next two years. She will be unengaged within two minutes. (laughs) Oh, ran out of food. What a perfect question to ask you. What would you do for your food? Ah, It was was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. Was that the worst detail of your wedding? Like, was anything else? Okay. No, you didn't want. No, I mean, well, John Ritter. Well, yeah. But that was a different day. John Ritter's amazing. That was a different day. We had the wedding, and then. We oh, came you got back. married on a different day than the reception? Oh, sure, because we got married in Napa, California, and we had the reception in oh, San Diego. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. what, you only had, like, a handful of people at the actual weddings. At, in this treehouse was just a few people. Best man, right. matron of honor, photographer, and John And there was and, nobody watching. And John Ritter. Okay. Oh, I no, you, you couldn't even – you'd have to look up into the tree. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Okay. So you didn't – wow. You didn't – that's actually pretty nice of you. You didn't make people sit through the boring part of the stupid wedding ceremony. Ziggler and I played one-on-one before. You want to hear a great story? <laughs> want to hear a great story? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know I was doing – going to make – you know, you, you get nervous. You'll get nervous. You're nervous. Am I making the right decision? Is this good? I hadn't made a shot all day. I was horrible. I was horrible. I went about – 20 feet out. I said, if I make this shot, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Nothing but net. (laughs) (laughs) And here you are. And here I am. There you go. I will say the worst basketball pickup story I have. (laughs) I don't know if I've told you this or not. In college, like the first, within the first week I'm there, where I was playing pickup with guys that like were living in the same dorm as me. And, like, I took a shot, and it was like a fadeaway. So my knee went up. Guy got pushed down. His teeth straightened to my knee. Oh. He had to get braces. First week of but college. But your knee was probably oh, fine. Oh, my knee was fine. I had a little dent indentation from his teeth. But first week of so college. So you saw him again. He had to, oh, he lived, like, right next to me. Oh, I was, like, friends with him the rest of college. <laughs> no. We actually, we actually like, like, within the same quarter of a mile, like our parents, like, back home. So, oh, like, no. I actually drove this kid back and forth from school most of the time when we would go home for Christmas or summer break or something oh. like that. But, yeah, first week of college, this kid <laughs> had to get, kid to get braces because so my went knee into went knee. into his teeth. Oh. That's a good hustle. Yeah. Yeah. You get so. yeah, you get your teeth broken, but, hey, I never have to drive because this, yeah. <laughs> this guy feels bad. Well, I would have been driving him anyways because he just didn't have a car. <laughs> it wasn't because I felt bad. Well, I didn't feel bad about the teeth. I felt bad because he didn't have a car and he couldn't get home. So that was it. All right. Jared, we don't have anything to give away today, right? I thought I emailed it to you. We do have yeah, stuff to Be careful to give away. on that. I can't hear you, so I'm going to take that as a no. We do. Oh, what do we have? We have a six-foot classic sub from Porta Subs, and you would qualify to win a new Yeti cooler from Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702-364-1100. Caller number 5, 702-364-1100. I thought it was a dangerous play. I thought I thought Marcus uh, dove into Steph's knee, and, I, and that's what I was upset about. A lot of respect for Marcus. He's a hell of a player, gamer, um, competitor. I coached him in uh, the World Cup. A few summers ago, we talked after the game. We're good, but I thought it was a dangerous play. Scooter skips one over to Saban Lee on the right side of the floor. 11 to shoot down to Sadiq. Guarded by Franz Wagner. A little crossover step back, and he drills another one. Magic fans are going, we've seen this act before. (laughs) 49 for Sadiq Bay. You're locked in the press box. 
We are at the Westgate wrapping up our show. Don't worry, Cofield and Company will be out here at 1 o'clock, an early edition of Cofield and Company, and then we will have the nightcap in the NCAA tournament starting at 4 o'clock right here on ESPN Las Vegas. If you want to hear the games right now, our sister station, 12.30 the game, is playing them. So you can flip over there if you want to hear Loyola Chicago and Ohio State or Auburn and Jacksonville State. You believe in this Jacksonville State team at all? They're only down one to Auburn after about six minutes. That was a bad hot take by me. What was your bad hot take? Jacksonville State. You yeah. don't. They only down one. You're not feeling good about your hot yeah, take. No, they're Auburn's. They're hitting jumpers and Auburn's hitting dunks. Usually that works out for the team getting dunks. Okay. Okay. You got to be more. There, you, what I tell you? And Auburn gets a dunk. <laughs> Auburn gets a dunk. <laughs> They've had five dunks. I feel that they're going to win the game. You got to be a little bit more optimistic. Come on. I'm, I'll, I'll lay you optimistic on the UAB over Houston. Okay. Because you haven't seen them start yet. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> Houston hasn't dunked five times. <laughs> not yet, anyways. Not yet, anyway. Their first five possessions. We'll be dunks it's like well i don't feel good about that hot take did you pick that in either of your brackets no oh come on no Uh, you know what you know what is more fun than a bracket have you done a calcutta for the ncaa tournament no where you auction off teams oh bracket no it's more fun you auction them off so every team gets auctioned off and then so if you want gonzaga you're paying the most yes and so the way ours is, is then you, you group up some of the worst seeds. So, like, all seeds one through five get auctioned off by themselves. Okay. But then okay. there's grouping. So, like, one grouping is you get two six seeds. One grouping is you get an eight, a that's 15, that's and a safe. 16. That's safe. That's, that's fair. Right. That's so, fair. So that there's some value. Because yeah. you, wouldn't, you right. wouldn't bid on some of the bad teams. But there's also, like, props. There's, like, side bets. So, like, the team that uh, loses by the most points wins a prop bet we had a couple yesterday wins, that's in yeah the there were a bunch of 30 pointers yesterday yeah. that were pretty close so like there's some prop bets in there to sort of give you a reason to want some of the worst teams right so like i have jacksonville state who's now beating auburn by three in Keep hopes in threes in hopes that jacksonville state loses by like 45 points right that'd be that'd be nice because i'd win the prop <laughs> however if they win that would also help me as well so who is yes. the Bid team. So ours is two hundred dollars uh, total. No, no matter how much you spend, you have to pay two hundred bucks. Okay. You're allowed to go over two hundred dollars. But, but can you fall short? If you fall short, you still got to pay two hundred bucks. If you only spend, right, so you might not get a sixteen. Right. Exactly. So okay. if you only spend one hundred twenty dollars, you still have to pay two hundred dollars okay. into the pool. Okay. And if you go over two hundred, we have a tax of uh, I think it's three percent on every dollar you go over. Okay. So Gonzaga went for two forty, I believe. And they were the highest team. Arizona. So someone paid 240. Was that the only thing they paid? Uh, they also bid on Illinois, so they went way into the tax. Wow. And uh, I think Arizona was the second highest. I think they were like 180 is what they went for, and then nobody else went over 150. Everybody else was maybe like 120 or less. Did you so, spend your 200? I spent 202 dollars. So, so you're I over. Had to you're, pay, you're taxed. I had to pay four extra you're the dollars in tax. You're taxed. I think I'm more like the who just the Dodgers go way yeah. over the tax. The Dodgers. The, the are guy in Gonzaga, Gonzaga is the Dodgers. Right. I am more like who just goes like a dollar over the tax. So 240, it must be good payouts if that guy's willing to just say that. And the champ. If you win the title, it's like 550 is the payout, or whatever. So because I don't know how much value he got. Right. It's it is. If you're telling me like a thousand, then I'm like, all right, I understand two forty. Right. It is if you if you got Gonzaga for two hundred dollars, then it'd be pretty similar to placing a futures bet on right, Gonzaga. Right. But here's the key: you get paid for every win. That's what I'm saying. Wins. So like, 
wins win it. Yeah, so like every game you win, every game Gonzaga wins, they're going to get some money. So like it's better than a futures bet because if Gonzaga loses in the final four. So he got money yesterday by winning that He game. got like 10 bucks yesterday. Who who wins it? The person with the most wins at the end? Who wins? Oh, no, or is it the team no, that won the championship? Yeah, team that won the championship gets like 500 bucks. But okay. every right. win in the tournament, you get some money back. Okay. All right. So, oh, yeah. that's good. So, But it's better than a futures bet because if Gonzaga loses in, say, the final four, he gets back like $120. Whereas if it was a futures bet, he wouldn't yeah. get any money back. Who's your best team? Uh, Villanova, St. Mary's, Providence, North Carolina, and then I have Jacksonville State and Wright State hoping they you won lose some by money. 100. You won some money yesterday. I won $30 yesterday. We're almost there. Good for there. you. Almost there. But I like it more than a bracket until my team's all That's lose. interesting. And then, and then it's useless from there on out. So, Cofield and Company coming up at 1 o'clock.